I'm Alex Kappelman. This is The Decision, the podcast where people try to convince me to finally abandon the Knicks and become a fan of their favorite team. This is episode six, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, They might be best known for having a racist owner, or maybe just not being the Lakers, or I don't know. They definitely have, at least they have an underdog mentality type of thing. Um, But advocating for the Clippers uh, is Drea Rowland. She's the deputy editor of Complex Sports, um, and this interview was a lot of fun. Uh, I think you're really in for a treat. Um, So here we go, the Clippers. 2012 is when I moved to L.A. Okay. So this is a very recent fandom. But what happened was you had to be a baller to afford Lakers tickets. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Clippers tickets were like 12 bucks. So I was like, hell yeah, I go to a game for 12 bucks. Um, even just up in the nosebleeds, I still had a great view. And the main thing was I had a shit ton of fun. Like these, these $12 tickets were like an amazing investment. And the the game opened with like this movie trailer. So they show like, DeAndre Jordan hopping off of a jet plane with his suit on, putting on his sunglasses, <laughs> real cinematic. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a movie. You know, it was just a really fun time. And so from then on, I started going to more Clippers games because they were more affordable than Lakers games. And I feel like there's a different crowd. Lakers games are pretentious and uptight. The Clippers, they're just a bunch of brats. Like, they're just having fun. Like... <laughs> You know, you don't have to be too cool for school to go to a Clippers game. And so I they just I just kind of vibe with them. There's not a lot of basketball reasons to love the Clippers. It's a personality thing. It's the complexion of the team. You feel me? Like, they have great personalities. And a lot of people only know Blake Griffin. That's fine. He was a big deal. Basketball-wise, Blake has stayed injured. So if you're just coming here for Blake, I'm sorry, guys. That's not enough. You got to look at all the pieces. So 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 that's kind of my question right now, right? Because you guys yeah. just lost Chris Paul. Um, yeah. You know, Blake may or may not be playing ever again because of injuries. <laughs> um, so you know, if I watch a Clippers game, like you know, what what am I going to see on the court? Okay, you know what? The fun thing is, we are all figuring this out together this season. This is gonna... <laughs> this is your quintessential rebuilding phase, right? Even Steve Ballmer, the owner, had an interview uh, last week with the LA Times. They asked him about Chris Paul leaving. And the owner of the team literally said, we will be different. I'm not sure if it's different good or not, but (laughs) we are all seeing together. This is the thing. Chris Paul was obviously the leader of the team, and he's he's your scorer. But Chris Paul was also the source of a lot of tension. So I feel like with him being gone, People will really be able to let loose and be themselves. So you're going to see DeAndre Jordan break out of his shell. You're going to see a lot of the other guys really step up because they now they have the, the room to be themselves and to ball out. Like CP3 was kind of known for being like that floor general and kind of being very heavy handed and, you know, getting in guys asses. Right. And he was part of the reason why just two seasons ago, DJ was about to leave and go home to, to Dallas. Right. The the uh, the Mavericks were courting him heavily. There's the team whole, there pulled was a off whole this... emoji drama. Exactly. And that also just showed you like the personality of the team. Like they just pulled off this caper to go and steal him back from Mark Cuban. <laughs> and then <laughs> they're like, No, you're our bro, you're not leaving. And then Chris Paul leaves anyway. So right. 
maybe this is best. Like, I think that with him gone, you're going to see other guys just kind of like ball out and step up. Okay, so, you know, we talked about Blake. We talked about DeAndre Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. What? Who else are we going to see on the court? I, I, I literally, I don't think I can even name anyone else on the clips right now, especially since you lost uh, J.J. Redick. Oh, we did. And J.J. is my boo. I have been a J.J. Redick <laughs> fan since Duke. Like, mm-hmm. I love some J.J. So that hurt my fellas, too. But luckily, he's going to the 76ers, and they ain't going to do shit. So <laughs> joke's on you, J.J. Uh, <laughs> you will also see Austin Rivers, the son of oh, Coach yeah. Doc Rivers. <laughs> right. A, a guy, a, a player who a lot of people are thinking like, hmm, I wonder why he's mm-hmm. on the Clippers and in the league rather than not in the league and not, you know, on the Clippers. But Yeah, and that was the point. So they Doc used to have front office privileges, and he did shit like bring his son over and give him a ton of money. And so, thankfully, Doc lost his his GM privileges this season, you know? So he's going to fall back and just coach, and that's what he needs to do. Maybe he can get these people back to, like, big three Celtics glory, okay? We also got Patrick Beverly. He came over from the Rockets. He was doing his thing over there. So that's our shooter, you know? He couldn't really do his thing because if you're on the Rockets, like, you have to fall back to James Harden. Um, You have to defer. But now he's on the Clippers, and... We need him, so he's going to have to step up and do his thing. We also have crazy-ass Lou Williams. He is our... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just he falls right in line with my, my theory about the Clippers just having great personalities. If you follow this fool on Instagram, it is constant amusement. He's known for having... I say he's more so known for having two girlfriends than for being an awesome basketball player. What? But... This is L.A. You know, you can do what the fuck ever you want. So we have Lou Williams as well. That's what you're going to see this year on the floor. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about more. Let's talk more about Lou Williams' Instagram. Like that's uh, <laughs> wait. what do you mean he's known for having two girlfriends? Like is this like 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 on like on the DL or like everyone? No, no, just, no, 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 yeah, no. Just Everybody knows it. It's a thing. He, you know, he takes pictures with both his girlfriends. They're fine with the situation. OK. Um, yeah. Cool. A lot so, of people give him credit for this. I don't, but I'm just acknowledging that this is how you might have heard of it. Right, got it. Yeah. Well, you know, it, I think uh, the fact that uh, that you know there's that Lou Williams uh, is so sex positive, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> it, it, it's a big draw for me, honestly. Like, you know, it's, I, I say that jokingly, but it's actually it actually is, it actually is a plus. Well, let's go back to this. You know, Blake Griffin is dating uh, Kylie Jenner. Wait, what? Yeah, that's the thing that's happening. They've been sneaking around all summer. Personally, I feel like, Blake, if you can't fucking get your toe injury together, why are you cavorting with reality stars? But again, that just adds a little more sex and glamour to the situation. So if you are courtside at a Clippers game, you not, you might see the Kardashian clan now. Okay, okay. Maybe that's a draw. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to try to transition to the Sterling thing uh, after, the, after, after the clan thing, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe thought the better of it. I set it up it. for you. Okay. Right. Yeah. No, you set it up for me. Fuck it. We'll just do it. Um, Donald Sterling's gone. Steve Ballmer's in. Donald Sterling left after uh, that whole racist, terrible, ridiculous incident. Um, Steve Ballmer seems like he's equally crazy, but in a, in a very different way. I would agree with that. Ballmer, you know, he's a Microsoft executive, former Microsoft executive. He doesn't know what he's doing as an owner. He is having fun just like the rest of us, which... If you're a person who needs structure, you need leadership from the top, Bomber might not be your guy. But if I think that just when you're in a rebuilding phase and you have an owner who 
is new to the game, so he's willing to take risk, right? You know, he's open to a new direction. So I think this could be good. And I think that it's something that we can look forward to watching unfold for a long time. You look at the, the Clippers of the future. You know, they have some work to do. They need to add some more pieces. They need to tighten up. And so, I mean, they they haven't made it past the second round of the playoffs ever. In 2015, they, they lost to Houston in the second. 2014, they lost to OKC in the second round. Last year, they lost to Utah in the first round. You know, so it's been a minute. Uh, but I think you can just look forward to seeing them growing because they have a, an owner who is a maverick and who is, you know, new to the game and open to new things. Okay, so management, yeah, like like that's big to me. That's important. Um, coming from uh, coming from you know the the Knicks where it's horrible. Uh, are, um, yeah, but like I don't, I don't really know what your future looks. I mean, like you know, mm-hmm. you guys kind of seem like you're kind of you have players that are kind of in the prime of their career, but like you're not yeah. quite there. So how you're kind of you guys kind of seem like you're in a little bit in between right now. I hear what you're saying. You know what? That is a fair statement. If Blake can be healthy, like, I don't feel like he's ever had his breakout season yet. You know what I mean? Because he's just been plagued with injury. If we can get a healthy Blake and a confident DeAndre Jordan, because now he's the veteran of the team. And for a long time, he felt very underrated. Like, last year was his first time even being um, named to the All-Star team. And he was, like, second team. Didn't play. But even that to him felt like vindication. So I feel like those two guys, if they really step up, this could be, they could be, you know, something to look out for. The West, unfortunately, is just stat, right? They're not finna take on Golden State. You're not going to get that from them. But if they can at least give me a healthy campaign and win a few more games than they did last season, then, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so what what else we got? Like, uh, in a little bit, I'm going to just throw to a break, um, and then okay. um, and then we'll do, like, a little summary, like, you make a final final pitch, but is there anything you want to get in before that? Like, any other weird stuff or crazy stuff? Stuff that, like, actually will convince me to become a Warriors person, you know what I mean? This is what you should do. Tell me why you like the Knicks, and I can see if I have anything to rebut it. Right. I probably don't. Cool, yeah, so... <laughs> so um, um, so it's basically like, I mean, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you have to know, <laughs> you have to know why I, I'm not, like, it's, 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 it's like, come on, do I even have to explain? Like, it's everything. It's like, it's everything. Is it your hometown team? Yeah, yeah, it's my hometown team. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah. So you have, you have a uh, delusional loyalty. Yeah. Wait, so how, so where, where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Detroit, actually. Oh, and so, so why aren't you a Pistons fan? Because I started going to these Clippers games, and I like these kids. Mm. It's just, they won me in real life. So wait, let me rephrase the question. Uh-huh. How do I let go of a team that isn't quite doing uh-huh. it for me? I just feel like, don't you have enough examples by now? Not just of them not being great on the floor, but just the politics and the way things are wrong. Like, this is a shit show, and they don't intend to get better. I think that as long as you have a dictatorship with James Dolan going on, mm-hmm. it should be easy to, to be like, let me find some entertainment elsewhere. Let me find somebody else to liven up my, oh, my evenings. So you're saying you know? that I should, like, live in exile until there's new, there's new yes. leadership. Yes. Yes, that's, interesting. that is the thing. That's the only problem. Like, I mean, they let Melo go. Phil Jackson, <laughs> I don't know how you felt about Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, it, I'll just say it was there. an interesting time. 
Mm-hmm. Listen, I understand that's your team. Like, be loyal. You you can come back around. But right now, with Dolan, he don't know what he's doing. This is not a team you want to support right yeah, now. Yeah, when, uh, when he... He'll get back on board. Yeah. Give him a few years. In the meantime, like, you could be loyal, Alex. Like, but just have fun in the meantime until they get their shit together. If you want to have fun, watch the Clippers. Ooh, okay. That's a great little place to put a break in um we're uh, we're gonna go to a break right now um when we get back you're gonna give us uh, your final pitch this is ula culpa from ocean springs mississippi the decision is sponsored by alex's twitter feed at alex kapelman the best way to support the show is to follow alex on twitter it's also the best way to continue the conversation make an argument for him to follow your favorite team or just yell at him that's at alex kapelman twitter.com slash alex kapelman back to the show can i curse on your program oh yeah well yeah first of all you already have so (laughs) but i appreciate the belated ask (laughs) you're right i did i just got this like um okay cool so uh you Uh just got me with like the whole living in exile thing which is a really Uh interesting strategy it like actually makes it really easy to leave um so now so now i'm considering my options so like Clippers, here's how I'm feeling. Like they're kind of in between right now. Like I, I like the whole, uh, I like the whole. You know, they have good management. You know, like they, you know, they have, uh, you know, there's some interesting players who are doing some stuff. Um, but like they do seem like they're kind of in the middle right now, kind of t- in, in between some stuff. So like, what's your final thing to win me over? Because I'm actually thinking like mm-hmm. I actually might leave. Okay. I might leave the Knicks. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Knicks colors what? Red, white, and blue. So you uh, already got. <laughs> you already blue, got blue, blue, orange, what, red, uh, blue, orange, and white. Child, this close enough. You already. You don't have to get new clothes. <laughs> you can just. Get, <laughs> you can just wear your same gear. It's just watch these clips. Listen, the Pistons are my hometown team. I will always have love, but I love a certain era in time, and we are no longer in that era, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the Larry Brown. Chauncey Billups, Rashid Wallace, Tayshawn Prince That's era. era. We're not there, you feel me? So in the meantime, I'm a loyal ho. I'm going to come back. In the meantime, I'm cheating on the Pistons with the Clippers, and I think you should do the same with the Knicks. You will love your main team more if you just cheat a little bit. What a fun team. Drea Rowland is deputy editor of Complex Sports. You can find her at Dree TV. That's D-R-E-E-T-V on Twitter. Uh, the Decision is produced by me. Original music from Louis Stein, Alessio Romano, and my little brother, Scott Kappelman. I'll be releasing five new episodes of the show every weekday until Tuesday, October 17th, when I release the final episode with my decision. Until then, I'm at Alex Kappelman on Twitter.